Even the most ardent believer in individual merit must recognize that where you happen to have been born, how you were raised, or where you happen to have been located when opportunity or disaster came along can make all the difference in the world. Much of what has been done or attempted for the benefit of the unfortunates of this nation or the world reflects in part a humbling understanding that our personal good fortune may not all be as richly deserved as we might like to think. While this feeling is both sensible and humane, the policies that follow from it are not always wise or effective. Sometimes they are catastrophic. While the fate of an individual may contain a large element of luck, the fates of whole peoples and civilizations reflect much more. Effects have causes. Many of the great epidemics of history were not unrelated to filth. It is no accident that cholera died out as sanitation improved and persists today in countries where filth is a way of life. It is no accident that the Japanese have prospered in their own land, though it is almost devoid of natural resources. They have also prospered in the Western Hemisphere from Canada to Brazil in the face of racism, discrimination, and wartime internment by a number of countries. The Japanese in Brazil now own almost three-quarters as much land as there is in Japan. Ask the Chrysler Corporation if the Japanese are efficient. Peoples are different, and these differences have consequences. Much of our fashionable deep thinking on social issues, in the media and academia alike, consists of elaborate denials or evasions of this basic reality. Many of our attempts to share our good fortune with others, at home and abroad, have undermined the very efforts, standards, and values that make that good fortune possible. Trying to ease our own guilt feelings is very different from trying to advance those less fortunate. For the individual, it may be a windfall gain that he was born into circumstances that made it possible, perhaps easy, for him to meet high educational or other standards, and thereby advance to prosperity. But lowering the standards for those unable to meet them only endangers the very benefits these standards produce. Standards do not exist for no reason. We are not just being fussy when we expect a medical student to have mastered much complex knowledge before he becomes a doctor. If his background did not prepare him to master such difficulties, then his misfortune should not be multiplied as the misfortunes of his patients. Mathematics and physics are not mere hurdles placed capriciously in the path of aspiring engineers. You don't want to drive across an engineer's bridge unless he knows how to make sure it can take the weight and stress. Punctuality is not just a fetish for people whose work in a factory or office has to be coordinated with others. It is not just cultural imperialism to tell someone to turn off his blaring radio on a job where people have to be able to hear themselves think. To ignore standards is not to share benefits, but to destroy benefits. Whether in a secular or a religious sense, it is right to say, there but for the grace of God go I, but the corollary is not to destroy the grace of God in the name of equality. No doubt many a mugger or murderer would have taken a different path in life if his home or community had given him different values, or perhaps any values. But to ease the standards and turn him loose helps nobody. Neither does reciting the magic word rehabilitation. 
Deep thinkers who look everywhere for the mysterious causes of poverty, ignorance, crime, and war need look no further than their own mirrors. We are all born into this world poor and ignorant, and with thoroughly selfish and barbaric impulses. Those of us who turn out any other way do so largely through the efforts of others, who civilized us before we got big enough to do too much damage to the world ourselves. But for these efforts we might well be on welfare or in the penitentiary. We owe gratitude for those efforts, not guilt for those who didn't get them. We certainly cannot make it up to those without values by easing standards and letting them become a burden and a threat to others. That is buying a good conscience or a good image with an IOU to be paid by somebody else. Those who want to share their good fortune can share the sources of that good fortune, the skills, values, and discipline that mean productivity. Those who want to ease their burden of guilt should seek professional help at their...